Cadillacs on 22 I ain't did nothing in my life but stay true Tell my boys to make these beats And pray to the Lord for these Mississippi streets Cadillacs on 22 you are now listening to the Life and Football podcast. You can contact us on Twitter at Life and Ball and email at Life and Football 2020 at gmail.com. Yes, sir. We just completed the first week of high school football, and our very first guest was a high school football coach. And he's an athletic director for Holmes County Central in Mississippi. He goes by the name of Coach Marcus Rogers. That's right. And he played football at Jackson State. Man, I'm telling y'all, this was a great interview. He's motivating young guys, and he has a son that's doing his thing as well. And he's a leader, and, you know, he's trying to be a role model for not just football, but for life and show these guys, hey, be some bumps in the road but you got to keep striving to be successful so man y'all just lay back chill out and enjoy this episode of the life and football podcast interview of me welcome to the life and football podcast baby i'm your host mike feed and this is co-host colin moore you know we loving life and enjoying football Today, we got a top-notch coach on, man. Y'all know I love doing this with the players and the coaches. He's one of the best in his area where he's at right now, man. And he's uplifting young men and showing them the way, you know, how to, I guess, take one step and go with the next step and just keep going until you find your path to success. That's right. We got coach. Marcus Rogers. He's a top-notch coach over there in Mississippi for Holmes County Central. Them Jaguars, baby. That's right. And don't hey, don't 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 take it for a joke neither. Now he got a son who a top-notch cornerback too, and he got a lot of top-notch players on that team over there, man. Mississippi. Don't be surprised if they be out there at, Jack, uh, at Jackson State Stadium. Dance with that championship uh, trophy this, at the end of this year. Now, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, this is a top-notch coach, man. Like I said, y'all make sure y'all check for him. And in the state of Mississippi, uh, just really all across the nation, his name is Coach Marcus Rogers, man, top-notch coach. And, you know, he got more things to come. See more, bring him on. Coach Rogers, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have your own coach, a coach that's representing like you're doing in Mississippi. So I want to jump right out the gate, coach. You came out yesterday, and I believe the score was 28-zip. First, yes, what, sir. that's the kickoff classic for y'all? Yes, sir. It was a fall jamboree. We played uh, two uh, game regulation quarters, 12-minute quarters, and uh, we played Forest Hill and, and won 28 to nothing yesterday. How you how your players did? How well, you know, the ones you feel like telling us about. Well, well, you know, I'm always going to be the the um, the bad cop. I'm, that, that, that sort of deal. I, we got some things we need to clean up. Uh, we got some things up front we need to clean up. I think my quarterback took two-minute sacks. We got sacked three times. But all in all, 
like I told the guys after the game, the goal is to come out of those type atmosphere type type scrimmage games, Jamboree's is is to come out healthy. So we came out healthy, we had no injuries, and we ready to rock and roll for week one. Okay, okay. Now, Coach, I know you got plenty of ballers on the team, plenty of players <laughs> who who doing their thing, but maybe don't have the scholarships that they they won't yet. So mm-hmm. tell us about some of them players that's seniors or juniors or sophomores that we should definitely be on the lookout for. Ernest Wade is a kid, man. I I, I tell anybody. He plays slot for me. Get in the backfield and play tailback. He long snaps. The kid's very athletic. I hadn't seen anybody be able to guard him yet. Uh, he's one of those kids that's under-recruited because he's undersized. But the kid's a football player, uh, and, and, and that's Ernest Wade. Also, a Jody Williams, he plays strong safety. Uh, he's getting a, a couple of little Juco entries right now, but that kid, man, is special. He he He's uh, on defense. He, he gets everybody lined up. He knocks heads on Friday night, and he and he's our leader in the building, in the field house, in the school building. I mean, he's just – he's a great kid. Those two guys right there are very special. Okay, okay. So, Coach, this season right here, everything I've been reading about you and the team, it's set up like Mike said. Well, I ain't going to say it's set up like to go straight undefeated, but it's looking like y'all got the squad that's going to put that work in this season. Uh well, a lot of publications, a lot of preseason deals. It looks like that on paper. Uh, but like I tell the kids, man, we got a big target on our back. Uh, we 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 just gonna take it one game at a time. I, I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but that's coach talk. I mean, uh, p- people talking about undefeated. I, I really don't put too much in going undefeated. Long we win our last game, and that, and the kids will tell you that. I only want us to win our last game of the season, which means we'll be state champs. So we're going to take it one game at a time. And the the last game that we participate or play in in 2019, we want to be victorious. Hey, I'm I'm with you on that, Coach. Victorious all this year and every year after that. Now, Coach, I know you giving a young man everything they need. You pouring into them and you tell them what to do and what not to do. What's some of the things – you always tell the players that when they come back, they're going to be thanking you years down the road. Coach, I'm, I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad you told me this. Well, that's 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 kind of – that's 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 number one. Uh, wins and losses are not number one in my book. And when I hire coaches, we all echo the same things. Our philosophy is to give these young men as many life skills so they can be productive citizens before anything else. Uh, we, we, we want guys going out making a difference in life. Football is just an avenue, uh, just an instrument we use, and, and it, it allows us to touch these young men. And uh, it, uh, I, I enjoy it, man. It's not like a job. It's, it, I'm very passionate about what I do, and I make sure my, the other grown men in the building, which are my assistant coaches, are echoing the same philosophies that I have. That's perfect because now when they hearing that from y'all, Plus, they seeing it from y'all. They winning all the way around. You winning on the field. You winning in the classroom. You winning in life. And after you done with football, let's say, in your mid-20s, 30s, after that, it's all life. And it's everything you you guys be done told them. Yep, you, you spot on with that. Spot on with that. Now, Coach, how did it feel that your son 
did you know that he was gonna be this good? Like, could you tell like he was just <laughs> out there just because now I've been in school with some players that's just gifted, just right out the gate gifted. You like, yeah, right. no, it's like they it's like they got they got the cheat code because they they blowing past everybody, they outdoing everybody. Like, did you see that coming? Well, I, I tell you what, I, I knew through development and the kid's been with me since he was two years old, little field house on a football field. Uh, first child, well, he is my first firstborn. So uh, he a lot of times, as soon as he started being able to walk, I'll just be honest with you, it wasn't nothing but the field house and football and baseball from there. Kid played eight-year-old T-ball. I mean, Coach pitched baseball at three, at four, you know. So he, he, he's he been playing baseball all his life where people, people are – forgetting about that. He's a center and probably the best center field in the state of Mississippi 2022. But uh, it, everything, this, this, the, the way this thing football it hit within a year and a half, man, it came full circle. And uh, just watching them play, yesterday I finally got a chance to just look at them because last year I was in, I'm, I'm an offensive coordinator, so I had to make a lot of adjustments during the game. And uh, while he's on the field, I'm on the sideline trying to coach my guys up and get them ready for the next series. So yesterday I made it a point to kind of watch him a little bit, man, and the kid just really gets it. He really gets it. He watches a lot of film. Uh, when, when when other kids are on video games and, and, and trying to go to the movies, he's sitting there looking at his big screen TV. Well, he's looking at his TV watching film. And uh, he, he, he kind of kind of – he. he Along with the physicality being long and range at about six foot, almost pushing six one, and only fifteen years old, uh, he he's he's learning the opponents' alignments and assignments, little in, odds and ends that people don't do at their age. So he he's kind of ahead of the curve right now. Okay, okay, and so he so in baseball when it so eventually he's gonna be <laughs> like the other Mississippi boy that just came out this. This past year, because he picked the school over going pro, if I'm correct. Hello. It was a it was a running back just came out of Mississippi this past signing class that either chose the school or went pro, but I think he chose the school. Yeah, now it was two of them. Well, it was a running back and it was a DB. Kamara, very cool. because uh, my brother's the defensive coordinator at MUS. That's Maurice Hampton. Uh he mm. turned down first round money. And he went to LSU to play corner. Uh, but you talking about the running back Jerry and Ely from Jackson Prep. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Jackson. He chose Ole Miss over going to the major leagues. Uh, uh, so he, he's he's going to play both there. And and that's what we got set up for Kamari as well. School he goes to, uh, whatever school that he signs with, uh, he also will be playing baseball. I've talked to uh, the coaches about it. And, and, and why not have a kid on your baseball team? You don't have to give any scholarship money to you know, exactly. So it, 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 it's a plus all the way around for him. Now you, I'm gonna jump out there and ask you, Coach. You could, you can say or don't say, but do you <laughs> want him to grab his degree while he there, or you don't mind him coming back to get it later? Oh uh, no, he's gonna grab his degree. He gonna, he's gonna. We, we're not going in the major league draft no matter what round. He's going to college and he's gonna get his degree in three years. Okay, okay. Cause see. Me and Mike talk about this all the time. We be saying, man, if, if see, I got a son, but he, he only going to be five this year in November. So, but I always, be, we always go about it. If, 
would you let your son go to school? This just between this is what me and Mike were talking about. Will we let our son go to school right, right, that right. January? Or will he tell him, no, nah, man, enjoy your senior year. You got the rest of your life to, to get this college ball in and you know, attempt to go get your dream. So yeah, you Oh, you talking about early enrolling from high school. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Like all that in we talk about it enrolling early. Yeah. And yeah. will you tell, like if it's it's on the line, your son go pro as a junior. Would you tell him to go pro or would we tell him to come back? We always talk about things like that. And like you just said, we always saying at the end of the day, get the degree where you ain't got to worry about coming back to try to take no classes. Right, right, right. Well, if well, high school, if they early enrolling in college, that means he already got his necessary credits to graduate. And I think it's a deal, whereas – uh, he still can participate in prom and that type of stuff and graduation. So I don't think that's a big of a deal. But the big deal is like leaving your junior year of college and going to the NFL or going to the major league draft like uh, per se Kyler Mary did this year. Uh, but but the Coach, way I'm gonna let Mike jump off in here and get in here. Okay, go ahead, Mike. No, cool. That that's a um that's a good perspective, and and, and it's good we got you on because I always want to hear people's thoughts on that. Uh, mm-hmm. if you could remember what you what you were just finna say on that, uh, you can continue. I was I was just gonna say as far as the college deal, it's a little bit different. Uh, well, whereas when I was in college in late nineties, early two thousand, uh, kids graduating in three years now because they're getting to enroll in January. Well, they still should be in high school, but they were enrolling early. So you're getting a semester up. Plus those guy, those kids, those student athletes are going to summer school. So I got a kid at Mississippi State right now, his fourth year, but he's on his master's. He'll be finished next May with his master's in the same amount of time that it take you to graduate to get your bachelor's because he attended summer school every year, and he also uh, early enrolled. So that, I, I believe that, that that that's always a good deal, and and, and first and foremost, we're gonna get that diploma, and we don't do anything else. Okay, so another thing, and like Simo was saying, for us the questions we always and the thoughts we always had, are you for early enrolling? You know, like in high school. Well, I tell you what, if if the kid has met the necessary uh, criteria to early enroll in high, I mean, you know, from high school to college. And, and you feel like the kid is mature enough, you didn't raise the kid as a parent because nobody knows your child better than you. If you feel like he's mature enough and, and to, to go ahead and early enroll in January, I, w- I would kind of encourage it athletically because, well, he's getting ahead academically as well, but athletically it puts you ahead of the curve where you can have spring ball, you're learning the playbook, you're not so rushed as to come in in the summer or come in in August and you only got one month before the first game, and then you kind of behind the curve. That's why a lot of freshmen, I believe, are getting a chance to play on Saturdays uh, in the, in those Power Five schools because they're they're rolling early and they're going ahead and, and 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 learning everything that they need to do. And like I said, it also puts you ahead of the curve as far as academically. Now, see for all my younger guys and the parents listening, uh. Take note to what he just said. You know, it's a lot to understand. You know, for us, if the kid is already, you know, got the credits and everything ready to go for his graduation, and you got to think about, you know, he can be updated and 
up to speed with the rest of the guys who are already at the school. So it's a lot to think about and be mindful now for the younger guys who thinking about this. Now you, you're going to be in college. So, you know, you're going to be away from your parents and mm-hmm. you know, you ain't going to have mama right there to kind of baby. you. Now, no offense, to the, no offense to the moms who listening right now, but it's something <laughs> seriously, you know, to think about and, you know, to yeah. consider. So, you know, just take heed of what coach just was saying and everything should work out. Now, for Coach Rogers and his squad this year, now, do you have any quotes or y'all have like a saying or motto for this year? Uh, we just, we just, the Jag way. And uh, that's just, when you say the Jag way, that's a standard. That's our culture. Uh, we're Jaguars. And uh, everybody in the building hollering Jag way, Jag pride. And we're going to protect the 144. Coach, now let's get a little bit of your background in. What Where you <laughs> played your college ball at? Uh, I played college ball at Jackson State University. Ooh, ooh. So we got something to talk about right here now. Yeah, it was D Jackson State, though. It was D Jackson State in the 90s now. Okay, okay. I see. We got something to talk about right here because I played at Alabama State. Alabama State. Some of our best battles. (laughs) Yeah, I played, but I played uh, like in 2006, 2007. And I played one year up on the Coach Reggie Barlow, too. Okay. Um, Coach Barlow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, playing for the Tigers and being able to be back in your home state. And I, I saw some pictures where y'all was playing in that stadium where Jackson State played now. Like, how, do, how does that feel being a head coach and having that coaching experience and playing experience in, in a college level and, you know, back in your home state and on the home field where the Tigers play it? How does that feel to you? Now, I'll be honest with you. When we walked in the stadium yesterday, I just started getting chill bumps. It felt like I was going to play. And I started looking at the press box, and I looked at the other side of the stadium, and I said, it looks just like we left. Uh, I looked at the big Jumbotron. They, they done added the new Jumbotron, and I was like, man, this is love right here. I love me some Jackson State football. Uh, got blood, sweat, and tears on that field. And I told the guys, man, just – just take it all in. A lot of people don't get to play at these college stadiums. We played our spring game at University of Southern Miss. So we I'm just trying to get these kids exposed to things that they've never been exposed to, man. And and so in playing at this stadium yesterday, it just brought back so many memories. And and I think it was a great deal yesterday. I see. With that being said, that's great for anybody, you know, for especially playing sports, you know, to get the, the exposure and the experience to play in those stadiums. So, you know, that's always great. Um, another thing I wanted to know for us is coaching. How is it coaching in that area for us, you know, you having the junior colleges right there, all the HBCUs close and all the big time colleges close as well. Like, you know, you have a lot of where well, the kids have a lot of options you know, to pick from and being able to go have an opportunity to play college ball. How is that as a coach? Well, it, that's a luxury because, I mean, my son and I, like, like this past weekend, we went to go watch Hines Junior College scrimmage, and then we left there and went to Jackson State scrimmage. 
And uh, we was invited to come to Ole Miss that night for their scrimmage, but I just got tired of driving and needed needed a break. But it's everything is within about an hour and 45 minutes from where I am now. I live in Madison, Mississippi. So uh, uh, Mississippi State is about an hour and a half, hour 40. Uh, Ole Miss is about an hour 45. Uh, Hines Junior College is, is about 35 minutes from me. Uh, Jackson State's about 20 minutes. I mean, you got, I mean, it's endless schools. And then even where I am working at Holmes uh, Central, we got a junior college in town, Holmes Junior College, you know. So it's it's, 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 it's a luxury to be around such a uh, JUCO system. It's the number one JUCO system in the country. Uh, plus you got two SEC schools and you got Mississippi College that's right, that's right around the corner. You got Bellhaven, you got Millsaps. Uh, and, and and you still got Delta State, which is in Cleveland, you know. So it's a lot of man, it's a lot of things going on football wise in Mississippi. What's something that's very important? Every player should start right now, you know, no matter what you know they have going on for just life, but something just probably about one or two things that they should start focusing on that's going to get them prepared for life. And it may be something that you helping your guys with right now as well, life after football and life in football after high school. Well, just – I basically tell them we pretty much try to control the controllables because some things you can't control. But uh, you what you can control is your attitude. You can't control your discipline. You can't control effort. And that's what I try to teach them every day. I – Effort is non-negotiable. Nobody can take that away from you. If you're going to go 100, I want you to go 100 in the classroom. I want you to go 100 when you're at home with your parents and doing what they say do. Because I tell them all the time, a disobedient child live half the days. So they got to do what they're supposed to do at home and in the classroom and on the field will be easy. Now I got one more question for you, Coach. Okay. How did, how did you get into coaching? <laughs> well, my dad coached for 22 years, so that's and, and that's and that piggybacks on what happened when I said about Kamari. That's all I knew when uh, I was running out, going to get the kick and tee off the field when I was two and three years old, and and the, and the football players were locking me in the lockers, and, and we were having just just fellowshipping, man. All I knew was a field house, and and my dad on the weekend washing jerseys and and cleaning up weight rooms and stuff. So. When I, I saw him doing that and I saw the impact he was making on lives, uh, he was changing lives, and I felt like I, if I couldn't play anymore, that that was something I, with the, compet- the competitive nature that I have, that is something that I want to do uh, to give back to kids. And uh, so I, I came up and said that I want to be a coach just like my father. Now I'm the athletic director of the school district. I'm right where I want to be. Uh, while I still have these small kids that's still in the house. Now, once these kids leave the house, I wanna I wanna try to move on and, and maybe be an athletic I mean athletic director at a college or something. Uh, but but right now I'm, I'm right where I wanna be. Well, hey, coach, we appreciate having you on. Right now, I want you to go ahead and give um the information to where your next game gonna be, the time and the location and the team y'all gonna play. Okay. Uh, we play Warren Central Friday night in the Red Carpet Bowl uh, in Vicksburg, Mississippi at 8 o'clock. It's going to be about 5,000 fans there. It's going to be hostile. 
I used to be the head coach at Vicksburg High School, so uh, that's that's the that's the rival school, and uh, we'll get a chance to play their big brother. Warren Central is the big brother in Vicksburg, six uh, A powerhouse, and, and we're gonna be ready to rock and roll Friday night at eight o'clock at Viking Stadium. Yes, sir. Y'all hold. Y'all heard it right here, man. Coach Marcus Roger. They're going to be coming out there, home kind of central, to do their thing. Make sure y'all not only check them out this upcoming Friday, but y'all keep an eye on them guys the rest of this football season. And make sure y'all go check out them, you know, check them out on YouTube or on the on the websites because on Max Prep because they got a lot of players who have potential and who will have big-time scholarships at college and who will get a lot of big-time opportunities. So, Y'all make sure y'all keep Holmes County Central out there in Mississippi. I, I'm talking about close to your ear and close to your eye because they're going to be out there bowling. And don't let them mess around and hit that state championship now because they're going to have a real big celebration in the city. So I'm just letting y'all know that right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I oh, want to yeah. thank, thank Coach Rogers again for coming on. Hey, and, thank you guys ahead. for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry. Uh, ain't no problem, ain't no problem. And we want to wish them a, a, a great season. And I'm going to leave y'all like I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. I guess you'll fall to the ground. This is Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time.